city of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Episode 12. We're coming to you live on May 1st. Happy May Day. Big month. My birthday Hell is yeah. May 13th. Everyone knows that. A lot of good people <laughs> are Tauruses out there. Also, a lot of good people are Scorpios. Shout out Drake. Shout out Adonis. Uh, shout out me, yo. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Alex. People forget that. Yeah, I forgot that. Wow. We almost got to retake this. That was kind of crazy. Um, but it's a big day, May 1st, uh, album or EP, I should say, just EP. dropped. It's a little EP. We're really excited here at, uh, at El Have, and we're about to just take this over. It's going to be a album-only podcast, episode 12, or EP, I guess. Dark whatever. Lane Demo Tapes. That's it. That's the name. That's, that's, that's what he came up with. Um, and it- Dark Lane Demo Tapes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should we start with that the title because you know we're going to talk about the pot like the the ep uh as a whole but let's start from the top the top is the title the very top um yeah i mean this is this is okay so audience or uh listeners this is a curveball we did not prep this this is off the cusp <laughs> right now so i have no idea what i think about dark lane demo tapes <laughs> but i like the name my mom asked i was like hey mom did you listen to new drake and she's like no i'm like are you going to and she's like what's the name i'm like i have no idea what the is called that is that is that actually happened that actually happened and did i look to see what the album was called after that conversation no, I, like I was your just like New Drake. Drake Did you hear New Drake? Everyone just calls it New Drake. No one calls it Dark Lane Demo Tape. <laughs> I mean, it's been out for like less than 24 hours, so I don't know if anyone calls it anything yet. But yeah, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. I guess because he's in, he's in the mask, which is quarantine vibes. Um, you know, because you know we should all be wearing masks when we're going out in public. Looks like he potentially is out in public there. He's wearing a full full mask, so he's going ham. Doing, taking all the right precautions, and he looks a little spooky. So, you know, he's in his dark lane, and I think he's just, you know, just like a, you know, when you download a demo um, for like the Xbox or PS uh, two, like four, or whatever you have, um, you know, you just get a little preview of what's to come, which is the full game. And I think that's what he's giving us um, because he said his album is coming summer twenty twenty. So sometime in the summer he's going to drop the full album. This was just a little demo, a little teaser of of what's to come so you know these are just some some tracks he threw together because he didn't want to throw them away like a lot of the songs not throw them away but just not have them on have them uh uh unreleased like he did on a lot of care package songs so it's like he was preemptively creating a care package um but i guess let's get into it uh we already had heard a few of the songs uh off of this uh ep like when to say when, Chicago freestyle, two C slide, desires, um, and war. Um, but other than that, everything was new content. So I think let's just like start with the with uh, maybe a little review of, of what our reaction was to uh, generally the new songs that we heard, and then we'll get into kind of what were our favorites. Um, so Nikki, do you want to just start um, start kind of just give us an overview of your thoughts of the the new songs on the EP? Um, 
and then maybe take a we'll, we'll we'll transition into our favorites. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that Alex, you texted me nine minutes. So fun fact: I don't have Instagram, so I yeah, am fun. pretty much in the dark. Cause Drake only it's kind of crazy. Drake only drops anything on Instagram. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but Drake yeah. really only drops Instagram, and I think he's. I think oh, everyone notices this. Only you don't know. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's a hot take, but that's also a very cold take at the same time. It's a hot take to me, but it's a cold yeah, take and to a you. Yeah, a cold take. Because yeah. you have Instagram, and I'm I, I'm literally in my dark lane when it comes to Instagram. Exactly. It's crazy. Good it's reference. crazy. So this this was named after me. I am the dark lane, <laughs> and this is his demo take. So it's pretty crazy how this always comes out. But anyways. Um, what I was going to say is that Alex texted me. He's like, he literally texted me saying, thank God you have me. Cause I checked my <laughs> phone. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? It's like, it's Thursday. It's like, I don't know. It was like, what? Sick. It was like, I, I don't know. Maybe like, like seven 30 at night. Yeah, I just it was got, late, late last yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I just got done with like jeopardy. I'm trying to wind down. I got a heated match <laughs> of jeopardy between me and my mom. It was, t- it, know, was cl- it was classic crazy. quarantine vibes, quarantine vibes. You know, jeopardy seven to seven 30 is stay crazy. Safe, stay home. It go- I, I, I am so amped up for jeopardy from seven to seven 30. But anyways, back to Drake. Um, I got him like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, this is crazy. And then I open it up and it's just like, it's two pictures, right? It's the front cover, which is sick, but it's the back cover too, which is, which is even better than the front cover. The back artwork of this album is sick. Let me just tell you about it. It is like a black and yellow type coloring that has to do with it. The front cover is very Tusi Slide vibes. Remember, that was the whole video of it. So I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess we're going to continue this theme. I get it. It's quarantine. It is what it it's is. It's quarantine. Right? Yeah. It's just very appropriate. Yeah. And then the back of this is just like some like, it's like a crystal. It almost looks like a guy's face enshrined in crystal meth. Like that's who is the is. guy doing? I, I didn't look into who the guy was. Um, do you know? I have no idea who this guy is. And listeners, if you could tweet us or shout yeah, us out, at Love Podcast, L H A V Podcast. Yes. You should know how to spell that, but I'm going to do it anyway. P O D C A S T. One word. <laughs> um, exactly. Sorry. Go ahead. So we don't know who this is. It could be Dark Lane Drake. We don't know. <laughs> it could be a totally different Drake. It could be his alter ego. We don't know who this who this who this guy is, but it's eerie and it gives us this vibe that it's just like it's all nighttime, right? And I think that and then Alex sends me a episode this or a video on Instagram because I don't have Instagram again, showing me time flies. Like a, in, like in a little a little video clip. Yep, while he's in a G wagon, surprisingly not an AMG because that's what he talks that he's in, but it's actually a G wagon. So I don't know if that was like that was like a mess up on Quentin's part, who's the director. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but usually he's talking about an AMG, which is also a Mercedes G wagons, like a SUV. Some weirdness went on between there and didn't align. But truck anyways. to the plane to the truck. I feel like that is the truck. Yes. He, it's, yeah. That's it's not it. a real truck, but that's kind of a truck. Yes. You know, it's a big it, right. Car. I mean, it's, it's as much as of a truck. It's like it's not an 18 wheeler, but it's as much of a truck yeah, as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyways, so I listened to this now at midnight, right? So I listened to this at midnight. I am very excited because I see a few songs on here that I love When to Say When, Chicago Freestyle, Desires. Yep, great songs. And I'm still on the fence about war. I think war is going to grow on me. I think it's going to give... I'm a big fan of war, personally. 
Yeah, I, and, and I think we'll get to that, but I think that War just gives me these, like, endings of a album EP vibe that I really like that's similar to, uh, you know, uh, Do Not Disturb, where he just, like, goes off, or March 14th, where he just goes off on a rant, and really nice, fun beat, but it's totally different. It's, like, this more, like, British vibe that I really appreciate. I'm really into grime. I'm really in talking like I'm from Essex, England, like, oi, bruv, what's going on, yeah. yay? Like, I love that. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Those people are hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I just really got great vibes from this from this EP. And I really, really enjoyed every single song on this. Like, I genuinely, it's really tough for me to say this, but this, like, Drake hit. Drake hit on, what are yeah, they, like, 14 songs? Drake hit on 14 songs. Like, these yeah. songs are very, very good. I texted Alex. I'm like, yo, like, not to be weird, not to be creepy, or like not for you to think anything less of me, but I'm like literally so happy right now of this because this is everything we've been waiting for Drake. And I think it's been a And long it's just the demo. It's just the demo. Like it's not even the full album. And it's during like a time where we really need new music. Sorry. No, no, you're I mean you're totally right. I totally agree with you. I think I think Drake is the only one grinding in the studio during quarantine and no one is taking advantage of this. Like, if you're a rapper right now, shout out all the rappers, if you're listening right now. You better be in the studio late night every single night, like he. Well, Lil Baby did release something, I think, uh, just just the other day. Um, Caliucci's. He's not a rapper, but uh, but you're right. You should be grinding. Right yeah, now. I mean, but those are those. I feel like are projects that have been coming in the making, right? Those have. Yeah, been Yeah, this there was for very like, ta- like time ever, right? Yeah, like these are like he, I feel like he just kind of came together with this again. I could be totally wrong. Like a lot of no, these I think you're right because he references a lot of like current. Situ- like he references in multiple songs like quarantine type situ- like he I think it's in it's either in like from Florida with love or like losses um, where he's like like I could have been with you like wearing a mask inside or something like referencing the situation we're all in right now and he did that a few times I think throughout the throughout the uh, EP and obviously also 2C slide music video the cover um the, the little clip that uh, I sent you of the Time Flies thing, all with a mask. Um, I mean, it plays into his whole, like, mob, mafia persona, which is also his new, like, current vibe since, like, Scorpion, really, with nonstop mob ties. Uh, but now, like, all his new music videos with Tusi Slide with his house, like, this, like, um, Went to Say When in Chicago Freestyle 2 was really mob ties, like, mob ties-like. Yeah. Um, but he's wearing those masks. It, it all fits in, but it's also very fitting with the quarantine situation. Yeah, and and I just feel like this is truly Drake grinding, and I think this really expresses Drake going back to Can't Take a Joke 2018, Scorpion Drake, where he says, I'm still in the studio at 6.45 and all my haters on their way to work or they just arrived. Like, he's always grinding. Like, it doesn't matter. He's, he's always, always there. Yeah. Like, he's, he's always super working. super hard worker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's always Which- there. Like, like, I haven't heard a, like, shout out Kendrick, I love you, but I haven't heard genuine music from you yeah, in a long time. Yeah, since Black like, Panther was, like, a, only, like, a half a release. Yeah, like, where have these big names been? Where Drake is, 2020 has had very few light spots, and Drake has been one of those major light spots that I think a lot of us need to realize that, thank God for Drake, and thank God for OVO. Yeah. And, you know, even shout out Young Money. Like, these people have been really grinding and trying to make quarantine better for us. 
It's in the blood. I mean, it all, obviously, I think, like, Drake and his crew kind of are their own OVO thing, but it really started with, like, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was, like, a grinder, and he was, like, uh, you know, he had a lot of problems, but he worked hard. Uh, and I feel like that rubbed off on his disciples, one of which being Drake, who obviously is the most successful. Um, and, I mean, I think you see it in the music, under the, the amount they are able to produce, and when they take a hiatus, they're really, like, using it to, like, hone their craft where a lot of guys are just like where are you at like like what are you doing like can we get something um where that's not really the case with uh these young money artists i feel like Nicki minaj is similar she's like always you know she released a lot of music i think no one is at the level of drake but uh it's hard to be you know you can't compare people really you can't expect people to do the same thing that he's done because he's so unique um so looking at, at, at a relative basis i think they've all done pretty well and have grinded pretty hard i mean you see taiga was in a really low point and he he fought his way back so i mean i feel like that's in the blood of young money and, and that whole crew yes 100 percent. and i mean taiga really has been i really genuinely like taiga i know yeah, i know yeah. i know he's i i considered taiga like a like a fast food rapper to be honest but i actually really really like taiga i think he's a really fun guy he's He's, he's a time and a place rapper, honestly. He's a time and a place. He's a great pregame, not a great postgame. He's a great party. But other than that, like, you're never chilling. Like, you're never and also, chilling. And he's also, he just made the, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bored in the house. I'm in the house bored. Like, he's he, he knows what's up. Like, he's very, like, he's funny. He, he's, he's in touch with, like, people's culture, just general, like, what's going on. Um, I feel like his, his career, I feel like he started really high. I loved a bunch of his initial songs. And then, like, dipped super low and then is now bounced back. Kind of like the opposite of the coronavirus curve. <laughs> he just yeah. flipped that shit upside down. Um, and that was him. But, yeah, that was just a little digression. But I think that, like, to, to the point is, like, you know, that they all, they're all grinding. And, and it just shows in Drake with him putting out this, uh, this new quality music when we all really need it. That's really timely. A lot of references to, uh, you know, what's going on right now, too, even... Which is which is which is interesting, and I think he even said at one point like in one I forget which song it might be also from Florida with Love. Um, he's like I'm gonna like when we're when we're out of the house when we're out like you know when we're able to leave the house and and uh, you know social distancing is less of a thing like I'll 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 pull up uh, like I'll pull up like basically like he he mentioned that in a song I, I gotta look up what exactly the lyric is but i know he mentioned that so i mean it's very timely um and i like how he incorporated that stuff so he's he's very wary of the who and their guidelines to stay home and not oh of leave course and of social course distance. he's he's in canada so they you know they're on like a you know they're, they're on a different you know they're, they're all they're all on one page there shout out canada yeah shout out canada we actually have a few listeners in Toronto, the six, um, which is yeah, we got yeah, we got which a is pretty cool audience. I mean, shout out all all the country. I think we have someone from Zimbabwe too. Don't quote me on yeah. that, but we got someone from no, we another do. part we do. of the world. Yeah, it's crazy. and we got a lot of uh, Irish listeners. I think they've been tuning in recently. So Love the Irish. I'm Irish, so yeah, shout out so you shout guys. Out to that. Okay, but back to the back to the EP. Um, I think so. If you, I'm gonna just give a little two cents on my overall opinion. I really liked it. Similar, same to you. We had heard a number of the songs. The new songs, really liked. I think it it's kind of gearing us up for what's to come with his new album. Like, I think, I think since, like, 
since views really um he's kind of like transit like i think he was in this he was in this place where he transitioned from like nothing was this like take care to nothing was the same where he was like refining his craft and then like really making a um like a rap more rap album i mean he was just like i think he was just refining how he was going to put out a, a project in that um between those two projects and then came out with if you're reading this is too late to really claim the throne and, and put something out that was more rap and then views had a lot of pressure to put something out that was like just as rappy and that kind of was like a blend of a lot of things um and he was also we all know in like a certain place at that time and i feel like since then he's he's kind of like it's all been building to this to this point of this album with like scorpion being a little tease where we're, you know that got kind of um uh, I feel like that had to be like reworked because the whole Adonis Pusha T situation. Um, but that kind of where we, was where we really started to see like the mob ties, um, kind of this new vibe of Drake where it was like an incorporation of a lot of the stuff he's done before. But like he has this like, n like this new like darker flow with like he does a lot of ad libs now. Um, and I just feel like it's this new sound that works really well. And he's just like better and better as he's like aged and mastered his craft and i feel like it, this next album if this was just a demo and like were just songs that he was just like throwing on some like whatever ep like i'm just excited for this album because i feel like this is going to be the culmination of a lot of years of work that he's been like building up like uh we've talked about our favorite albums in the past i really like nothing was the same um i feel like that was my favorite album that's since like nothing was the same in take care and since then those two have still been my favorite albums um but i feel like this next album is going to be potentially become my favorite album and that's a hot take but um that's just like from what i've heard him say from what the music i've heard recently is i just feel like that that very much could be the case yeah and i totally agree with you especially on the last point that this is a super super low-key but hyped album Again, we're kind of just hearing that it's actually officially being released summer 2020 again. Summer. Yeah, he said that. He said that in his Instagram. In Instagram. And, he, and he he said this. This was a very similar situation to Nothing Was the Same, which um, was like a time where he was really like able to step back and focus on the music, which is obviously something you can do um, in quarantine and really work long and hard on the album. And he he compared it to like that period and only being better than that was like. Just he's in a better place. He's a better musician. He has more time. He worked harder. Like whatever it is, he said this. He thinks is gonna be like he's most excited about this album of all the albums he's he's put out. Yeah, and and that honestly, I mean, so I think we've been really blessed with Take Care, and I really, 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 really think that Take Care. I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. Is the best album ever that Drake has ever produced, and it is untoppable. Like, it is so good that it can never be topped, but I am, I don't want to give him this hype, but I really, it seems like that these albums, it's not going to be anything similar to Take Care, but it could have the same amount of vibes and feel, this whole dark thing he's in, you know, Take Care more or less was, it, it was a breakup album, right? It's, and breakups are dark, right? So that, there's some correlation there, and I don't want to say that this is going to be a breakup album. I think it's going to stay on the dark theme. I think that we know 
that with some unreleased music that was leaked that we hear from, you know, some Bryson Tiller, some Weekend, some Usher mixed in there. I mean, that's a lot of R&B vibes. That's a lot of R&B Yeah, but vibes. He, he did say that all that music, so we, we did, uh, you know, uh, come into the possession of like a leaked, leaked uh, kind of like album, like also EP, whatever. Um, it was just a bunch of songs all in one like Dropbox document. Um, which were not on this um, project. That was what you were talking about. He said those songs are not going to be on the album. Like potentially, there's the song "Not Around," which is dope. He said that might not might be on it, but as like a, a more refined, edited version, um, which would be sick because I love that song. Um, but I think he said everything's going to be new on his new album, which is dope. I mean, you see Tusi Slide, which was like the newest thing he had released since this album is on this thing. So everything we're going to hear on the new thing is going to be new. Um, so just wanted to say that, but I think it's, and also I found the line on losses. It's, I never thought I'd see awards in a glass case, which is referencing like, um, and then he says I could, which is referencing like his Grammy tapes and also the two C slide video. And he said, I could have ended up in your crib with a masked face which is referencing that music video, but also like COVID-19, like right now. Or. With the mask face. Or he's going to rob this person. <laughs> yes. Which I think we're overlooking. Yeah. Yo, he, he is now like a mob boss, so don't put it past him. Hashtag mob ties. Yeah, hashtag mob ties. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think long story short here is that we get an ICP. Summer 2020 is about to be Drake 24-7. Um, 2020 sucks, but 2020 Drake is awesome. Um, so I think that's like kind of where we are. And I think this is a good transition now to understand. Um, I, I want to talk about before we go into our free, our three favorites, starting from three, two, one, I want to talk about the biggest, the all time biggest Drake disappointments I have ever witnessed in my entire life. I am a huge Twitter guy. I love Twitter. I am also fairly fluent in TikTok. I don't create TikToks, but I watch. I, I, I am a voyeur of TikTok in a completely non-creepy way. I just watch. Um, and Pain1993... <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck that. ...has been everywhere. Everyone on Twitter is a, is a Playboy Cardi stan. Everyone on TikTok yeah. is a Playboy Cardi stan. And this song was so hyped up. We only heard the release snippet of Drake's part. And we thought, we thought, we thought, we thought this was a Playboy Cardi song with a Drake feature. We were so wrong. This is a Drake song with a Playboy Cardi feature. And all we heard was Drake's snippet, thinking that we were being masked from this great, you know, few choruses from Playboy Cardi that was going to change our lives. But the complete opposite happened. The complete, utter opposite happened. Drake's lines are so great. Pierre Bourne did an awesome job. Huge Pierre Bourne fans here. I think him and Tay Keith are two of the best producers out there right now, producing some of the best music. I would love to hear your take on, on production too, Alex. But I think that these guys are so good at making beats, aside from the OVO label, that I was so excited. Pierre kills it. Drake kills it. But what is Playboy Cardi doing? Like, he sounds like a mouse, bro. He sounds like he is a mouse or like he's, like, <laughs> short of breath. Like, he sounds like he's coronavirus symptoms. Like, what are you Yo, doing? Yo, he could. He could. Low-key, that could have been, like, just a metaphor. But, uh, 
Yeah, no, I agree. I like Drake's part. It wasn't definitely my favorite. Yeah, it was definitely my least favorite track for mainly because of Playboy Cardi. I'm not a Playboy Cardi fan, really, just myself. Um, so I wasn't expecting much from him in terms of like an impression on me. Um, but it, it even underwhelmed that. And then, uh, but Drake's verse was good, but definitely, definitely not one that I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be listening to most of the of the EP. What is interesting though is at least on Apple Music, um, when they you know for songs that are like the most streamed, they put a little star next to them. And Pain 1993 is is one of those. So it's Deep Pockets, When to Say When, Not You Too with Chris Brown, and Pain 1993, which is honestly an interesting four. Um, that I wouldn't expect, but that's that's what's on the starred uh, starred song. Yeah, and I think we always have to caveat, especially for Apple Music. Um, we're both on Apple Music because yeah, we yeah, are very loyal to Apple, and we would never go to Spotify and Apple <laughs> Music. Um, it's not necessarily better, but no it's, disrespect it's, to, it's yeah. just like a clout thing, bro. Like, we, get we on need... Apple Music. <laughs> like, come on. Um, well, I'm just like, we need two of the both of them. We need the both of them. I just happen to be on Apple Music. You're on the clout train. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, exactly. But but the one but the one caveat I want to give with this whole star thing is that when an album is first released within the first week, typically the first three star first three songs are the starred songs. Mm, so mm, I yeah, think Deep Pocket could switch. Um, yeah. But TBD on that. So we'll, you got to we'll assume check back time in. flies is gonna get up there. Tusi Slide is like obviously a huge hit because the tick it was a TikTok song and and that was released earlier. But and but I think it's gonna become more yes yeah, songs towards the bottom, uh, bottom of the EP. Um, but unless you had more to say, I'm down to transition to our favorite our top track. Let's do it, dude. All right, you want to go first? Start with three? Yeah, let me let I want me to preface go. this with the fact that it's May 1st, uh, 2020, and this was released on May 1st, 2020 at midnight, so we have literally had, like, only a few hours to listen. Like, we've listened to this when it was released, which was, like, I don't know, what is this, like, 45 minutes, and then I listened to it, like, a few times today as well. Um, so this is very much first impressions, um, so I just want to preface it with that. This will obviously... It may change, it may not, but you know, most of these, most of the time, your first impressions um, with these songs, like things grow on you. But uh, at least now, the, these are going to be our, our top, our top rated. So, Nikki, you want to kick it yes. off, number three? Absolutely. So, uh, let's let, let's do a little back and forth thing. Let's all go three, you yeah. three, I go two, etc. Um, yeah. So, my number three for the third best song on the album again. This could change, but right now I'm confident in saying that "Not to You" featuring Chris Brown. Again, I am a okay. huge, huge R&B Drake guy. I think this is a great yeah. time to bring up um, what my friend at college said oh, um, yeah. about Drake. Um, so, just a little backstory about Alex and I: we went to high school together, and we separated at college. Um, so, my college friend came up to me. And said or texted me when this dropped and he was like, hey, man, like this is a good album, but like I kind of want to scrap all the R&B stuff and want to just do a full on bars Drake, just a hard Drake album. I think that would be like the best thing ever. I think that's what we've all been waiting for. And Alex knows my response, but I think I think we should hear what Alex has to think about what what Alex has to say about a full bar on album from Drake before I respond, because I think. I think we have interesting takes on that, on this, on this kind of, um, on this kind of vision of what the next album should be from Drake. 
Yeah. Um, so I think the the all all bars all rap heavy uh, album has been from Drake has been thrown out there for a while. Like people are like, oh, he can only put out a classic classic if it's all bars, yada yada. Like we gotta hear an album with all bars. Like stop on the R and B shit for at least a little bit. Like just throw together some song, whatever. Um, and I think where I stand with that is that clearly Drake can do that. Like there's no issues. We have a plethora. I mean, he's people. I feel like he's a musician, but I feel like he he's generally considered a rapper. So he obviously has so many songs that we could just throw together and make an album that are just rap. So I think he's proven himself there. Um, but you know, uh, I don't think that would be a Drake album if it was just all rap. Um, I think the closest thing we got to that, and we'll get to that. I mean, he said this before that he's not going to make an album with just rap. Um, but I think the closest we've got was like, nothing was the same up to that point in his career, had more bars. Um, and then if you're reading this, it's too late really was another one that was more, more hype. And then also side a side a was kind of of scorpion was kind of like that. That was what his concession to those people were. Um, and I mean, look like whether you liked it or not, I think that album is hype. It's super long. I don't think it'll be his best album. Um, but it was pretty much that. It was like his, his, it's all, it's the best thing you're going to get if you wish for that. And I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I think the people that wish for that are not, you know, they're not total all around Drake fans. They like rap and that's okay. Like if you're a total all around Drake fan, that's not necessarily what you want to see, like a, a all rap album. Cause in theory, like you could ask for an all rap album, an all R&B album, an all like dance hall album and all, like, um, whatever, like, new wave, like, type, like, Migos ad-lib, ad whatever it is, like, he has all sorts of flows, like a British flow album, he could do so many different albums if you asked him to, but that's not Drake, he, he combines them all, and, and obviously he puts more emphasis on certain uh, genres, hip-hop and R&B, but he always throws something new in there, like Kanye, I mean, these are just innovative people, new people, that's their style, if you want him to be something else that's, like, kind of kind of more of a you issue, like you can pick out the songs you want to hear, but I don't think it's a Drake thing to make just one, one genre of an album. That would, and I, and honestly, like another one is, is the, um, what a time to be alive with future. Like that would also, that should also please those people that kind of, um, act, cause everything on that album it pretty much is rap. I mean, there's like melodies, but like, it's pretty much a rap album. Like it's with future, it's trap, it's, it's uh, it's gonna be though. So I think he has released that stuff, and and that's my take. Like I don't think that's a Drake album. I don't think he's gonna do it. I think he's already released what'll be the closest to that. Um, and you know, if you like Drake and Drake sticking to who he is, I think that's clearly brought him success. I don't think he's gonna do it in the future. Yeah, and and so I'm I I think Alex is a little bit more of a um. I don't want to say like. I, te- I, I want to say technical answer to my to my question. I think I think you're right. I think he's kind of stated that he doesn't want to necessarily do a complete rap album. But I also think that I don't want a completely rap focused Drake album. My favorite yeah. part about Drake is that he can do both singing and rapping. I love that about Drake. I really mm-hmm. do, and I think he's so versatile. And that sense, and I think that he not only does the rapping so well, I think he does the singing in R&B even better. Think about it. My favorite songs ever by Drake 
are literally the R&B vibes. Shot for me. Look what you've done. Feel no ways. Uh, come through. Like these are all great songs that have Marvin. And they're room. not strictly R&B, but they're like vibes. Heavy R&B. Yeah, vibes. Yeah. Right. It's just it, yeah, it, it comes down to vibes, right? And and vi- exactly. Drake's vibe is chill, but he can be hard as fuck if he wants to be. Like he is yeah. with Young Thug in Future. Like he has that side. He has this fun side. He's everything. Side. He really is. He's everything. everything. And, and I think just... I think if we take away that R and B side, we're getting half of Drake. And that's why. Yeah. Long story short, I was like, no, we can't have an R and B heavy or a rap heavy album because we're taking away that sensitive side, that Scorpio side that we love of Drake, that we fell in love with back in 2011 with Take Care, that got him a Grammy, and that what made him so so strong. So that's kind of my answer to that whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just think that that was a really good point brought up by my friend is that rap is not everything Drake does. It's a lot of it is, is R&B. And I think that our listeners know that. I think our listeners know yeah. that the 100%. R&B I side think most is, people do, yeah, yeah. is really strong. And that's why, that's why like when you compare Drake and Kendrick, it's not fair. I mean, I think you've compared like people like Drake and Tory Lanez. It's a little bit more fair because they do both sides, Drake and Bryson Tiller. Again, they're obviously not in the same category, but they're, or it's same tier, but they're obviously more similar than comparing yeah. bar to bar, Drake to Eminem. Like, you can't do that. Is he, yeah. he has more of an eclectic vibe than Kendrick Lamar or Eminem yeah, does. Yeah, so totally. that's kind and of And I mean, that. in 4 p.m., number one, the whole uh, time and place series of like, um, what is it, like 6 p.m. in New York, 9 a.m. In, uh, in Dallas, 5 a.m. in Toronto, 4 p.m. in Calabasas are also like a little a little nod to that where those are pretty like bar heavy um raps even with um with 4 p.m a little more melody but in 4 p.m in calabasas he's like my dad told me like like no one's ever tried like mike never tried to rap like Pac. Pac Pac never tried to sing like mike that's that was my dad's words to me when he told me how to make it in life and i always said my mother gave the greatest advice and like that right there is like Mike being Mike Jackson, Michael Jackson, Tupac, obviously Tupac, or Pac being Tupac. Um, and that right there is just kind of sums up who he is. Like he said, that's how he makes it in life. Why would he deviate from that? Look how much success he's had. You get those songs, but like that isn't Drake it, to just put out that. Just like you said, just one one genre of an album. That's too, that's too simple. That's too simple. And <laughs> literally, um, okay, He's cool. Too sophisticated. So, so that was that kind of question, Alex. I'd like to know what your number three selection yeah. for the third best song on the album is. So, I had a really tough time coming up with three generally because this is my first time listening. Like, today was the first day I've listened to it. So, but I think, I think, I think I'm gonna say. This is really tough because I think I'm my top two, but I think I'm gonna say losses. Okay, and why? I think it, it's. I mean, I like how it comes in with the intro with his dad, kind of giving those like vocals that are like kind of talking, but also mel- melodic and and kind of has that like uh, uh, like laid back like R and B vibe. He's like an R and B singer, and then he comes in with like more of like the the classic bars. Um, and he's, and he, he makes a lot of like timely references and I just liked his slick, slick lyrics there. Um, and I was honestly stuck between losses and time flies, um, for that number three spot. Time flies is obviously dope. Um, I love the melody. I really, I really fuck with the song. I just losses for me was just the one that came 
first to my head. I find it like a little more maybe unique to the, I feel like anytime maybe Drake does something like, this is just like a thought off, off the top of my head, but Drake does something like a little more bar heavy. It's very much like, uh, uh, like I feel like I can draw back to that time and place. Whereas like the more like melodic songs, I can just play bump whenever, like one dance. Like I don't need to, I'm not thinking about, obviously that was like what, 2016 or something, but like, and I know when it was released, but like I can bump that whenever. Like when I'm thinking Western Road flows, like I'm like, oh shit, I remember when I first listened to this. I remember exactly what this type of thing, like the vibes when I was like the time in my life, the time like when I first listened to it. So that that for me might just like differentiated the two um, when I was picking picking between them. I just felt like Losses was a bit more unique to right now um, than Time Flies. Yeah. But great songs, both of them. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you definitely on Losses. Losses is definitely a great um, a great track that I think definitely didn't make my top three, but I think will definitely grow on me. Again, as we kind of preface this whole conversation, all of these are hits. Like, we all love them. Again, picking the top yeah, three out of 14 is hard to do. Obviously. And remember, we've already heard six of these. Except Let's, for 1993. Yeah, except for 1993. <laughs> I mean, again, I still really like Drake's part, but I'm skipping Playboy Cardi's part nine, you know, nine out of ten times. Yeah, like, I just, that would be I my last favorite, and then my second to last would be uh, 2C Slide. Okay, so, so, okay, that's fine, that's fine, I, I, I agree with that, but I just want to kind of preface with the songs that we've already heard, or that were leaked, and those were When to Say yeah, When, Yeah, we haven't, yeah. Uh, Chicago Freestyle, 2C Slide, Slide, Desire, and then we've heard snippets war. of A War, and then I guess Pain 1993 snippets, but Pain, 19, Pain 1993 can still be on this top three list. Yeah, this, for me, it was new. Not. For me, it was pretty new. But it's not. Um, so that's kind of where we are with that. So with that being said, my second favorite song on this list is D4L. And I think that this is such a fun song. I think when Drake and Future come together, it's a no brainer every single time. And we have a whole album of that. We have, we're going to have what a time to be alive Two coming out soon. I mean, it's just gonna be an awesome time. I mean, the album twenty twenty could even be what a what a time what a time to be alive too. Um, like that would be super ironic because it's not what a time to be alive. It's quarantine, so I don't know how that would fit in there, but that could be that. Who knows? But whenever Drake and Future come together, let's just take a pause. It is crazy good. It is always so good. From Jumpman to Plastic Bag to Diamond Dancing to um. Uh, life is good, right? That's the newest one. Yeah. I blank for a second. Yeah, life is good. Well, desires too. Kind of. Yes, and and of course desires, right? Desires too, but that's that's a leaked one, so we can't put that in our yeah. top top three. Remember, and desires. We know it is always a good track that is going to come because they complement each other so well. And I think I think this goes back to the R and B rap vibe, right? Drake does the R and B in a lot of these, and then. Future comes in with a lot of the rap vibes, which works really, really well, unless you get Jumpman, which is both very rap heavy, which is awesome. So I really like Down for Life, and I and I genuinely think when Young Thug is not by himself on an album and he's a feature, kind of like T-Pain, although T-Pain is very good by himself, but in the sense of a feature, Young Thug is a feature rapper. Mm-hmm. And he is great in the sense that when he hops on a track, 
and he just has to sing like one verse or just do a chorus. He is yeah, so I really, good. Yeah, I really liked this young thug uh, on this D, D4L. Uh, I liked all of them. Future, I think this was a, a hell of a pick. Um, hell of a song. Uh, they all came in with a dope flow. I love that. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> I love that. Um, it was just hype as fuck. I mean, it was dope. Um, and, and that's a great pick. Okay, cool. What's your number two selection? So, again, like, just want to say I loved all these songs. But if I'm going to say number two, um, this is tough. It's tough. And honestly, it's going to, like like I said, it's going to switch. Um, but I might say Landed. Okay. Landed. Really liked Landed. Um, love the beat. I think it's a hard song. Like the lyrics. He talks about Air Drake. Talks about just like, just him being a boss. I mean, like, especially right now, I feel like it's a motivation song. And, and that's what we all need in quarantine, a little motivation. So, um I, I was just loving it. I think it was like Just Drake, um, a Just Drake song. There's a lot of features on here. And I was really I was really happy to hear like a hard song where it was just him the whole time. Um, and it was really just, you know, the beat the beat killed it. The lyrics killed it. Um, the flow was dope. Uh, I just really fucked with it all around. And, and I, I, when I initially heard it, like just I was kind of like looking at my phone and then just that beat dropped. And I was like, oh, fuck and i just like stopped what i was doing and just started listening so you know it's good when that happens so uh yeah def- that that's my number two love that what about pick. you what's your number one love that pick my number one um is so so let me give a little backstory to to this pick so my number one so the when i first logged on to the album um, I originally went straight to Pain 1993. That was the first one I listened to. And I was just super disappointed. Um, and then I went to uh, then I went to the other ones such as When to Say When, Chicago Freestyle, so there's anything added. And then I went to Desires. And after Desires, I was like, okay, that was really good. And I just left it on. And that's when Time Flies came on. And Time Flies is the quintessential Drake song that I needed in my life. It is that yeah. R&B vibe that I've kind of alluded to and talked about this whole episode. It is that it is that very chorus heavy, you know, in my AMG, TT, kind of sing-along chorusy vibes with a very hazy, you know, dark beat that just makes you just kind of feel warm inside. Kind of, you know, it's, it's almost the sense it's like, it's like not, it's not like a very... Um, sexual song, but it's not like a super chill song. It's like right, yeah. right in the middle where you can throw it on at a party. Pre exactly, you can throw it on either one, and people would be hyped. Like it's a very yeah, nice yeah. R and B song that fits almost every atmosphere Setting, yeah. for there. And I think that this song it may never be the number one song popular demand on um, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, title wherever you stream. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, but this is a... iTunes is dead, by the way. But. Yeah, uh, people forget <laughs> that. I didn't even know that. Um, but this is a quintessential Drake song that people who love Drake will love and people who are new to Drake will listen to, will probably not understand it, but then as they listen to more, understand that this is a flow that stayed so consistent throughout time. And it's we only get, we only get one to two of these songs now per album. 
And when you get them, you better cherish them because they are rare as fuck now and they will not last and they are becoming even more and more rare as Drake's becoming a little bit more experimental with, we know, with now the UK, with the Jamaican, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. These become more rare and these are the songs that keep him so true and so Drake and so Six God that we know and love. And that's why this is my number one pick. Great. That was a good explanation. That's a good number one pick. Um, again, I think like, just want to say like Demons was also in my potential. Time Flies, like all the D4L, like all those I really fucked with. So they were all potentially in my top three. Um, but, and Deep Pockets too. Really like Deep Pockets. That's yep. how I started out. I, I listened um, from front to back when I when I was uh, playing the album for the first time. So that was the first thing I heard. And I think that's just going to, you know, consistently grow on us. Um, but for, for me, rounding out my uh, top three at number one at the moment, uh, from Florida with Love. Uh, just really liked that song. Again, it was it was on the rap vibes, but it, it had a bouncy beat. So there's a little bit of melody and there's a little bit of like this nice flow. He was kind of like riding that wave of the beat. He shouts out Kobe. He, he talks about how, uh, you know, he got mugged and that he's, he talked about it before, but with the two guns like uh, in his face and the stick up. What, what, what song was that? Fuck, I forget. was that fireworks? No, nah. but that was a, that was an old song. Oh, two guns and a stick uh, up. Um, yeah, ah. but that 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 moment really changed his life because he was like almost killed, um, and he talked about that. And I mean, it's just a it's a great great uh, rap song, but also it's not like uh, the most generic rap song where it's like bar heavy. It, it's it's a lot of lyrics, but but he's riding that flow really well. I like I just like the way he kind of constructed the song and, and flowed throughout. Um, so I think that that's gonna round out my top three. That's my number one. Um, and, and you know that may be unconventional, but I, I really like that one. Uh, so I think that's that's number one for me. Yeah. So I definitely have to agree with you that that is a very unconventional number one. And I think that we should post a poll on yeah. our Twitter. With all yeah. of the different songs, of the unreleased songs, I think we'll exclude the released songs. Unreleased songs, what is your number one? Yeah. I would kind of love New to song. see. I'm sure only two and a half people respond to the poll, and two of those people being yeah. Alex and I, and maybe Time. we'll get a half somewhere else. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, so um, the numbers will be skewed, so we'll get, we'll get From Florida With Love and Time Flies. But I feel like From Florida With Love is going to get like almost none. And then time flies will be a, a number one for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm really. Really curious with your selections how those will play out because I think already landed is gonna grow on me immensely. I'm excited to see how with Florida with love or from Florida with love is going to um, grow on me. If it's gonna be a forgotten track or if it's gonna be you know yeah. a, a diamond in the rough kind of thing. I think like the perfect example of a diamond in a rough in an album is Do Not Disturb. I will always hype up Do Not mm. Disturb. Because people forget about Do Not Disturb and no one talks about Do Not Disturb. And it is That's a an incredible top song. five Drake song. I yeah, will live and die by song. it. Incredible song. Yeah, obviously, as we said, we prefaced this whole thing. All you know, This is the day the album was released, the EP was released. These things will grow in us. Opinions change. Um, things move um, You know, on the top three uh, songs. So we'll see... We'll see how that, that, that changes, but I think uh, that's a pretty good set. We actually each had, I think, n we had no crossover. Yeah, which is um, really nice. Which is really interesting. And there was only, like, what, eight new songs, and we picked 
Or no, there was like there was like nine new songs, ten new songs. What was it? It was eight. Yeah, I guess it was eight. Eight new songs, and you know we picked six between us. So that's that's pretty. That says something about the the EP that there was like such a it's diverse, a wide spectrum of quality, um, that you know two different people could have uh, picked, you know, three different songs in their top three. So shout out to Drake for that. Yeah, and um, and, and Alex, can I just point out one thing that I think you just said that is so underrated and so underutilized in the rap community is quality. That word quality is just so undervalued. Everyone's like pushing out songs, right? Anyone can push out songs, right? But yeah. what about the quality behind that song? And Drake hits on quality. And I think that's something that we got to realize with Drake is he's a quality guy. He does everything right. He has a great team, a a grown team that's been, that's been with him day one. He not just it's not like he hires the best guys, right? He's been with the yeah. team who's been there since day one. And I think that's a really important thing to note is that he's always there repping day one, repping the six, repping OVO, repping Young Money, even though it's not really his thing anymore. He was back in 2010 through 2012 when they were really tight. He's been a team player, and he's been a homegrown guy forever. And I think that this quality has grown and matured over time, and I think we've really seen that in his music. 100% agreed. Yeah, I mean, he's just clearly getting better and better. I actually, like... You know, obviously, I think all, like, you know, big Drake fans are, like, take care is, like, a Bible. Um, but uh, I do think he's evolved from take care. And, and I obviously am a huge fan of Nothing Was The Same. Um, and I really think this next album could be his best album. Um, I think take care put him put him in a legendary status, cemented, like, a new lane in music. Um, but I think he's, you know, a better artist than he was then. No doubt about it. And I think the music he makes now, if he put out 100 songs then versus 100 songs now, the 100 songs now are going to be better, just matter of fact. Yeah, and, and, um, and he's a better artist. And the hits he's definitely better... hit harder much much more now. Yeah. If, I mean, from God's Plan to Money in the Grave to um, even Controla, One Dance, like, they, like the only hits coming from Take Care were like Take Care, the song, and like the motto. Like, think about it. Those were the only... And headlines. And headlines. And Marvin's Room. I mean, I, I don't really count those. because Marvin's Room isn't... You wouldn't put that on a party, but yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but like... like, but like, like uh, I also wouldn't count those as like as like billboard number ones. Uh, like, like the motto and Take Care were One Dance, Control, uh, all Nikki, those... Nicki the, Minaj. Uh, proud of you. The future and a past. Yeah. I'm so, I'm make so proud, proud of you. Yeah. Make, make me proud. Yeah. Like, those are, those are like great songs, but he's evolved so much more into this... I, I want to say mainstream, that those are like really mainstream songs, which they are. I think a lot of people would agree with me at that. But it just shows his diversity and quality that he, that he can include that in his repertoire. And I think our friend Dean, shout out Dean, said it best. Like, yeah, if, if, if Drake wants to make a TikTok song, he'll fucking make a TikTok song. And he did it. And he did it well. Like, he yeah. literally sang a song. About, made for TikTok. Yeah, made for TikTok. And it's really, really good. Like, he can adapt so well. He's a fucking chameleon, man. Oh, he's he's a... Well, he, he I think he says it... I think it's Deep Pockets. He says, like, I'm more than a rapper. Like, I, this is... You know, I'm... At this point in my... Like, he's evolved. Like, he's like, this is more than just rap to me. I'm creating a a business. Like, I'm a... Like, I, you know... What, what is that Jay-Z line? Uh, um... 
I'm a bit. He's like, uh, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Like that's him. Uh, that's him. He's literally creating a business. You could see it from the two C slide videos. House he like owns Toronto. He's literally mob ties. He literally is building much more than just music. He produces like Euphoria. Um, he's just like he's more than a chameleon. He's like an uh, a genius, just like a general genius at like cre- creativity. It's more than just music. I think he he obviously can do it. He was an actor at the start. He's done it in production with Euphoria. He's also produced that Top Boy, that British show. Yeah. Um, wow. So he's 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 a big you know he's he's just like in his own lane. He's 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 a, a unique talent. Um, you know, like a lot of sports stars we see in our time that are are uniquely talented. We're lucky to be you know living in the moment of these guys. Um, I think that, that makes like a, like albums like Take Care hit harder. Um, part of the reason it's so good is because when we first listened to it, it was like that. We were kind of young, but it, but there was that, that whole period, that whole few years was kind of, it was still out there and it was, it was those two albums. Nothing was the same. Take Care that was even so far gone. Um, uh, and I obviously thank me later, but, um, in terms of like the upper echelon, like those, those were like what we were listening to that time, that place, like. That was some that was some dope music, that dope time, dope place. We're lucky to have experienced that. So just shout out to Drake for being around. Uh and, and with Tusi Slide, with the TikTok, like that's so timely. Like everyone, all anyone can do right now is TikTok. And so he put something out for the people so that they can TikTok more to. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> there can be a whole new wave. Obviously, like it's hard for TikTok to die. You can always be creative and come up with something new, but he puts something out for everyone. Yeah. But actually to, to the, what's really interesting about this whole TikTok thing that I've uh, been kind of staying aware with is that um, one of the interesting things that someone has pointed out is actually that you can't make a song for TikTok. TikTok makes the song. And that's yeah. proven that Drake tried to make a TikTok song, but it has not done nearly as well in videos made for it as songs that, you know, weren't made for TikTok by like yeah. Megan the Stallion or yeah. by uh, you know, uh, uh, right. uh, uh Tyga or whoever whoever's or, Yeah, or by uh what is that? Uh is it Jeremiah and what's the song where everyone's like everyone like goes like this? Oh, Renegade? K Camp? Is that it? K Camp? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean guys, viewers you can't see what Alex just did. Um, but it was the Renegade. It was the Renegade by, which is the lottery by K Camp, which somehow brought K Camp back. Because I remember bumping K back in like ninth grade. I was like, okay, let's go. Wait, no, it's Ty Dolla Sign, right? It's oh, Ty oh, something and, new. But that, that song's been around forever, man. Like twenty. Yeah, but that was a TikTok. Yeah, it was yeah, a big yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. song. Something new. But you're yeah, right. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok makes the song. TikTok you don't makes make the song. The... You don't make the song for TikTok. But 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 Drake got Drake still like was successful at it, even yes, though I don't think sure. it was as big. Like I think like. I'm a sad like Savage by uh, Megan the Stallion is like that took off or on say its own. so and that became Asia, yeah say so and all of them and and, and uh, the weekend but the the weekends also shout out the weekend that was a dope album um uh but yeah no I mean he still did well making a song for TikTok that still took off on TikTok so uh you know shout out to him for that shout out to TikTok right now we all need it. Uh, <laughs> watching it uh it's bringing smiles in a, in a tough time literally literally all right y'all i think that's it for episode 12 it. though i think this is a little bit longer of an episode we're coming in at we're clocking in at 55 minutes so i think we want to wrap Damn. it up here 
Um, I think this was a good recap of what we think about the album. We would love to hear your thoughts. Hit us up on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. We're on Apple Podcasts, too. I, we, I always forget about that. I know you guys might, too. No, they don't. We have a five-star review. Uh, we have a five-star yeah, review. Yeah. Someone rated us We five do stars. have a five-star oh, yeah. review. That's our only review. Uh, but we got a, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. So same thing, live from Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, and honestly, just Google us. We'll, we'll, I'm interested to see what you find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I Googled us today, and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe we fix some of that stuff up. So we're, uh, you know, you'll find our SoundCloud, the Twitter page, whatever it may be. Uh, so just, just check that out. Um, and, yeah, stay safe, stay home, do your thing, uh, stay motivated, listen to music, uh, and be well. Be well, guys. All right. Peace. All right. See you guys. T. Two turn, baby girl. You know me. Still with the dolls that I grew beside. All the niggas around me. Pride of the guy. Gotta watch the time because it's flying right by. I'm outside in an AMG. Right outside. TT. Two turn, baby girl. You know